Blog Talk Radio. Services, 
the doctors, nurses, and first responders on the line, first line of COVID defense, especially those people who put themselves in harm's way each and every day to clean up afterwards after the doctors and the nurses and the wonderful people in the supermarket to keep our stock shelves in this pandemic time. Tonight, uh, we're starting to show off on a little bit of a, a, a very uh, uh, low note. Um, two people that have mean a very a whole lot to this program and a whole lot to our to our family uh, are, have had a problem. One is Bob Alexander. Bob is a wonderful referee. I'm sorry, announcer. Uh, Bob uh, has been a boxing announcer for. Uh, a little over 40 years, has been on all the major stages in the world. Uh, Bob is suffering with, um, very ill at this point in time. So we'd ask uh, if you could keep a good thought for Bob. If you say a prayer at night, please say a prayer for him. The other one is a, is a beautiful lady who has touched uh, many hearts in the world. Um, she never, ever had a bad day that you would know of. Uh, she always tried to uplift people. She was always there for people whenever they needed an ear to talk or an arm to, to hold. And that was that's um, Linda uh, Tallfast. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Linda succumbed to uh, uh, some serious injuries uh, last night and uh, passed away. So to uh, Mike and uh, your whole family, Mike, uh, we appreciate everything your mom has done for us. Uh, I know she could have been awful mad at me when I would throw you out of, uh, out of swim meets for uh, the wrong stroke, but uh, she didn't. She was always very supportive. So, uh, we appreciate uh, everything she and your dad have ever done for us. Been a great fan, friend of the families. Well, guys, here we go. We got a uh, got a big night on. Uh, ah, good. Joining us from the West Coast is uh, Super Bob. Joining us from Northport uh, in a very very tough time, you know, trying to make make a, a move uh, out of uh, out of deep water into a nice house. Uh, Tony and Z, who's always there for us, and uh, no matter uh, how much of a, a migraine he has or how tar- tired he is, he's always been there for us. So uh, let's uh, let's get started right off. Uh, uh, Z, what do you think about? Uh, uh, Wilder and Hellenius. Whoa. Um, it, 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 the punch surprised me. It, it, it surprised me, and to, to be going on on your back, for, and, and Bob and Tony know about this too, to be going totally on your back foot and not be able to twist into the punch just to put it out there, you have no torque of power on you're moving, all you're doing is fading back, and I mean he was totally basically squared up, and he just straightened his arm out into Hellenius's wide open face. Um, you can't, and, and, and you have to protect yourself. I don't care if you're if you're offensive minded, you still have to even you know that's what the training's for. You train so you bring your hands back. So at this level. And, and, and I'm going to say this, at this level, I, I watched Telenius look like an amateur into a, a, a knocking out that, you know, the reaction. He was eyes open asleep. And 
Yeah. You know, just the punch didn't seem to be that hard. And uh, now, now I saw the replay, and it wasn't a soft punch either. It was a grown man punching, you know, a heavyweight punching another heavyweight. Um, mm-hmm. Hellenius helped the punch by totally going forward into it. Wide open face mm-hmm. moving forward into it. Uh, so, mm-hmm. as I say, it, it, it was an amateur. It, it looked amateur to me. It was an amateur mistake. And <laughs> he paid dearly. Good. I know, uh, Tony, you've got some uh, really uh, deep thoughts on this. And why don't you go, go ahead and tell us? Well, I'm really glad that Z embellished on that, what the way he said that, because now I, I, I trust his opinion and I'm looking at it a little bit different because my perspective of it, and I'm looking at it probably a different angle, was Hellenius and Wilder are friends. Hellenius is on his way out. Wilder's trying to come back up a few times. I looked at it, and I was like, oh, my God, I think we may have another staged fight here because it just didn't look like a solid shot. But then I didn't go back and watch it again. So I, I take Z's word for it, and I'll I'll accept it that uh, – you know, his eyes were in the back of his head, but it didn't look good to me. It was, like you said, it was like an amateur fight. I, I wanted to see Wilder really do a lot more than that, but he will in the next couple of fights. Okay. All right. How about, uh, Tony, what do you think about uh, Cal Plant's uh, uh, ready to go with uh, Anthony Durrell? Brother. That I've got a new perspective on Caleb Plant after I saw that play, and I'm gonna tell you right now, Darrell. Like I was texting you earlier, Darrell needs to go and and you know learn how to keep his lips shut because I think he went way too far with this one and got popped and dropped. And mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't see that one coming like that. I mean, they were both fighting pretty good, but damn, that that was amazing. It was a good shot. Yeah. And that boy was definitely in La La Land for sure. Sure. You, Tony, you didn't see it coming. I don't think anybody saw I don't think Caleb Plant saw it coming. <laughs> that was one hell of a hit, though. The, the, the setup was sweet. It, it was a sweet setup. Caleb Plant from round one was going was jabbing and, and throwing straight to the body. So it wasn't a problem for him to start left hooking when they were getting a little close. Um, what he did, he touched the body with the left hook and just came up hard with the left hook to the head. Darrell's an upright mm-hmm. fighter. He doesn't bend too much. He's going to depend on his block a lot of times. And with the block, it's not always going to be there. It's, it's just mm-hmm. simple as that. Your hand, I mean, I don't care if you put it up there. It's still a little space somewhere. And every now and again, you just don't get stuff perfect. You don't get your defense perfect. And that's what happened to Darrell. He got touched on the body, and he didn't expect it to come back to the head. Um, that fight, it, it evolved into, uh, uh, they, they say dirty, and I, it's a fight. It, 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 since it's a fight, I can't call it dirty. Um, it, it evolved into kind of sloppiness, um, a bit on Darrell's part. And that was because Caleb Plant came out sharp into the body. Uh, when a guy does something that you don't expect, it takes you a minute to adjust. And if you can adjust, well, then you have to turn the fight ugly. Uh, that's what you're taught to do. And within that ugliness of a fight, Caleb Plant came up with the best thing, the, probably one of the best things he could have done as far as that combination is concerned. Um, with that said, 
Uh, Caleb Plant, to me, had a guy in front of him that he, I mean, Durrell, he could have done that to. He had the confidence. And one thing about Caleb Plant is confidence. I think that um, he fights better when he's more confident. I saw him at times. I watch him fight, and he's not as confident, so he fights a bit skittish. Uh, he uses his feet a little more than he should, and he could, you know, he sacrifices a lot of punching opportunities. Well, this was a fight that he really did. He, he came out, and I think it, it, it was a, a new corner bread man. Uh, he came out with bread man in his corner, and I think that uh, helped him make a difference. Caleb Plant, his punch arsenal got better. He he was a guy that really kind of, you wouldn't see that from him. I mean, I don't care if he was fighting the run or not. You wouldn't see that from him. So I do think that the training really, really kind of helped. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a whole other person, right. that's for sure. If he fights Canelo like that, he's got a better chance next time of winning. Oh, yeah, yeah. He definitely has a better chance. All right, let's see if Bob's awake for this one. Hey, Bob, what do you think of the Fedor-Ocampo uh, fight? Who? Fedor and Ocampo? Fedor? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Fedor. I want to go back. Can I, yeah, can I go back real quick uh, yeah, to the boxing stuff you guys were talking about? Okay, um, I wanted to chime in, but I wanted Z and stuff because I, I you know, know and love and trust Z for being a technician. So my question, and then this is also the fight word family, there, there's a certain moment, like has anyone ever watched a toddler fall, like a two-year-old, a one-year-old? They just sit down, okay? And I, and I hate to start like that, but they they have better center of gravity somewhere, I don't know, maybe in our, our, in our teens or our double digits, we start getting taller. Uh, we, we try to get away from uh, a fall. If you And then that's that back leg thing you're talking about. When you shift, you know, these tall guys, and they, they, they shift their weight way back to that back leg. And, like, they, they can, maybe you can get away from one punch by doing that. But getting reengaging and shifting your weight back into the fight, you can't come off. You can't fight off that back leg. Um, and it's like they, they almost don't know how to use their hips anymore. If you like, you watch snowboard, and I'm speaking from experience, you know, uh, you know, as a snowboarding, like, you know, and then you go to fall and like all those tall guys, like we try to, we try to get taller and, and then we just hit harder. You know, we land harder, um, versus just sitting down like a toddler, you know? And so these guys can't fight, you know, physio- or physiologically, you can't get off that back leg without dipping and coming back in with your hips. And these yeah. tall guys, well, I don't know, um, Z, do you agree with that? I mean, because um, they, they, they can't seem to get back in the fight once they get on that back leg, but a lot of people try to run by doing that and shifting all their weight back there. And, and, and I know what you're talking about. It's momentum. Um, with big yeah. guys, with big guys, momentum, it, it, absolutely. It means a lot because once you start going, it, it, once the boulder starts rolling downhill, it's hard to stop it. It's, it's yeah. hard to stop, especially when you're moving back. When you're under, behind the boulder trying to stop it, you're, you're moving back. So the boulder's momentum at the moment, it takes you a lot more to stop the boulder to a certain degree. Right. Um, and yeah. it seems like these guys, the, the same guys that do that, usually have that that stance where their heels are right in a line, like the right foot's behind the left or the left foot's behind the right, and they're not so much square. 
Um, and, and so they, they can't use their hips as well anymore. So, you know, like I, I, I'm curious about that because I see a lot of boxers come out on that straight line, which is a great – uh, for for a frontal assault, but just like you said earlier, and I caught on that, they can't roll that hip in that that cross. They can't get that 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 uh, power into that that cross when that foot's way back there. But um, so that's that's kind of wanted to want to chime in on there. So keep those legs off that line and and stay off that back foot, family. Um, yeah, but as far as the Fedor fight, I didn't see that one. I I've been watching. Uh, since it was overseas, the UFC has been on since seven this morning, and then the, mm-hmm. the main event was from eleven to one, and so I've been yeah. all wrapped up in that. So you ask me any questions about that, I'm all about it. What's that? Oh, you saw it? Oh yeah, I watched it today. It was it was and the new champion <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love when Frank does it. It sounds even better. And the new, but yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, Charles Oliver, uh, Oliveira got uh, handled by Islam Makachev. Um, it, Charles, all, I was really hoping that Caden was on today. Grandson, uh, I was hoping for some some mudslinging because Oliveira and Sean O'Malley are two of his favorites, and they were both on that card today. Uh, but Oliveira ended up going down. He was coming back. Uh, it was kind of an interim title title because uh, the last time he uh, they went for the fight, somebody didn't make weight. I can't remember if it was him or his opponent. Um, but uh, this time uh, the weight was made, and Islam Magachev came in and, and did the do. Did, uh, yeah, he's the new champion. So he'll be up there for a while, and that's uh, Khabib's protege. And uh, couldn't have had more pressure on his shoulders. Charles Oliveira is a beast. Uh, he had some potentials from the ground. Um, but Makachev is just such a phenomenal wrestler. It, it, uh, Yeah, it, so that was a great fight. It was a great card all day today. Um, but, again, it was just super early. So, any of those that caught it, co-main event was uh, Alermaine Sterling versus T.J. Gillisaw. That was really sad because T.J. Yeah. Gillisaw has the uh, the tools to probably be the champion, and he's been around a long time. I, I've noticed I tend to favor the guys that have been in, in there for a while. We were talking about that today at the fight um, to where uh, – because, you know, like – Jiu-jitsu, you, you can do from 6 to 60 years old. I mean, as long as you don't run across a knucklehead, that's a competition sport that's fun. It's great for you. You'll never really get hurt. Um, but as soon as you start doing the striking, boxing, MMA, kickboxing, you've only got about 20-year run. Your body just can't take that kind of abuse. It doesn't matter what age you get into it or what age you start. Um, after 20 years of getting beat up, your body just takes it. So um, Dillashaw being around for a while, we were really hoping, I was kind of hoping he'd take it. But within, I don't know, a minute of the first round, he dislocated his shoulder. Um, he couldn't finish. Uh, Alermaine Sterling is a very good opponent. He's a very good fighter, not taking anything from him. Um, he was the champion because he got, uh, uh, he won by DQ when Peter Yan, uh uh, uh, need him in the head when he was down, and I blame Peter Yon's corner for that. But just like uh, another corner today, 
TJ Dillashaw uh, came in at the end of the first round. His corner should have stopped the fight. TJ Dillashaw is a warrior. He's going to go back out there and fight one-armed, and he did, and it was inedible. Uh, Sterling just got him down and ground a pound and beat him up, um, which could have been avoided. He could have just tapped in the corner or the corner thrown in the towel and come back to fight another day when he's healthy. Um, you, you need to be 100% to beat Alamein Sterling. And TJ Dillashaw did him no favors by not throwing in that towel. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Um, that was one of the toughest first rounds I've ever seen out of a person. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. Early, early in the first round, you, you saw that his shoulder popped out of place. And he, he's, like, on the ground, you know, kind of pointing at his shoulder like, my shoulder and yeah. he didn't survive that because Aljamain Sterling was trying. He was trying to finish. He's a beast, yeah. So and just just for him to survive that one arm and then come and get up a few times. I mean, that, and that, still that, got up. I was blown away. We thought it would end right there with him on the ground with the dislocated shoulder, but he still got up. I don't even understand it. Exactly. I mean, that's so. I mean, I have to. There's you have to really, really commend a guy like that. Um, yeah, that, but once you get a certain age, that's kind of what it's going to be. And you yeah, have to kind like of we're, we're fragile. I mean, we, we start like, I, you know, my twenties, yeah. I thought I was bulletproof. Now I feel like my forties, I'm made out of glass. You, you know, it's just like, geez, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, the body hey, but get young. But then, Peter Young. Yeah, so that was right before. That was the co-main event, or the co-co-main event. Same weight right. class as Sterling. Again, we talked about Peter Yan. Uh, uh, he lost the title to Sterling uh, for uh, uh, kneeing him down. Now, if you've watched the fight, I think they were kind of favoriting Sean O'Malley because Sean O'Malley's good. He can find that chin. But the second round with Yan was I, – I think Yan totally won the second round. It was only three rounds. The last round could have gone other way, but I honestly think Peter Yan probably got that decision. But O'Malley squeezed it out somehow. Uh, Sugar Shane, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not mad at him. Uh, I'm, I'm mad at the refs. And, and this is as a fighter, you never want your fight to go to the cards <laughs> because there's nothing you, you, you can't, you're not promised anything. And if you're not from that hometown, or if you're not you know, one of the favorites of the, of the card, it could, it's going to go against you every time. So um, I don't know what their beef is with Peter Yan. I think he actually won that. Um, but O'Malley squeezed out and ended up uh, winning. So good for Sean O'Malley. So that was a great fight. Another one that I wanted to talk to Caden with, because um, Sean O'Malley's always got that flair. You know, the red hair. He, he looks like a skateboarder. You know what I mean? He's just got that cool, yeah. I don't yeah. know, whatever. Um, but the, the real big one, the fight before that was Benel Darius versus, uh, I can't, I, and I butcher everyone's name, so I just usually make fun, but Madares Ga- uh, Garma. Now, Garma is an up-and-comer. Like, he's supposed to be one of the next top things. But that Darius, man, that was an amazing fight. And they took it to each other. I mean, uh, Darius ended up with the win and decision. Uh, I, I agree with that judge scorecard, but that was a great fight, too. Um, the fifth one on the card, the whole main event, that was the female fight between Caitlin Chokagin and, and Manon Flores. Uh, Manon uh, ended up winning, um, and she kind of reminded me of a uh, uh, 
who's uh, who's the blonde that knocked out Rousey. She kind of reminded me of her. Um, Holly Holmes. Brain. Holly Holmes. There we go. Again, all good boxers. I mean, the the boxers that come over and do the uh, the, the switch over to the MMA, you know, it's going to be an exciting fight. Because man, we were just talking about that today when when the Gracies first came out in the beginning, they took everyone by storm. They were able to submit everybody, even you know, a hundred sixty pound, hundred eighty pound man against a three hundred pound man, and they were winning. Then the wrestlers came in and, and, and just dominated the grapplers, you know, were able to hold them down so they couldn't do anything. And then if it wasn't for my coach, Maurice Smith, knocking out uh, Mark Coleman with a head kick, um, then that kind of put strikers on the map. And that's, and that's where, you know, a good striker can take away anybody's jiu-jitsu or anyone's uh, wrestling. But if you're a good wrestler or jiu-jitsu guy, you're going to get that ground and pound and the finish. So, uh, that truly made it to where it had to be MMA back in the day, and now you have to know a little about everything. Otherwise, you're going to be a you know a, a little fish in a big big cricket lake. <laughs> and, and just by nature, even uh, with that, Bob, just by nature, fighting you, you you start standing up. But I mean, you have to start, and that's what gives the the grapplers. You're going to stand up. Um, yeah. that, the strikers, you're going to stand up. But most fights evolve into a grappling session. So, yeah. I mean, you get skin to skin. So that's just by human nature. That's that's just just how yeah. it goes. FBI statistics are 90% of all street fights end up on the ground. Uh, 90 seconds is a long yeah. street fight. Um, you know, these are all, you know, little things that get broken down when I'm teaching my self-defense classes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta be able to strike, uh, uh, steal that line from, uh, uh, was it karate kid strike or the, the strike hard, strike first, no mercy, sir. You know, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Yeah. Hey, Tony, what do you think of, uh, the silly Lomachenko and, uh, 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 Jermaine, Jermaine Ortiz fighting uh, the end, next week. I don't. I don't think Lomachenko uh, was not going to lose that fight. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't believe so. But, um, yeah, he's uh, getting the, up there. Yeah. I think it's a, that's just going to be an easy one for him. I think. Mm-hmm. See. Yeah. I, I, I also. Yeah, I agree. It, it, I mean, right now, it, it's more of a comeback fight from Lomachenko. They're trying to set up right. uh, maybe him and Devin Haney or even a Shakur Stevens fight. Because, you know, but right now, Lomachenko, uh, he, he, he he's getting everything back. Uh, he's getting up there, so but they're not going to put anybody in front of him that's really going to test them right now. You know, they, because right. he still, you know, still has something you know, of a value. So promotionally, mm-hmm. they wouldn't risk. Okay, so you, you mentioned the one the uh, uh, Haney versus Lomachenko, and then the uh, where that would uh, would face uh, Shakar Stevens. Okay, who's gonna who's gonna finish uh, Haney Lomachenko first, and then who's gonna be? Then what what do you think of the uh, Shakar Stevens backup? Uh, go ahead, uh, Z. Yeah, well, right now, um, yeah, we we have to see if that happens. Uh, I think right. uh, Haney. Um, Lomachenko matchup. Uh, to, to to assess it right now, I would I would say that Haney's not quite ready for that uh, level mm-hmm. of Lomachenko. 
I just think right now Haney, uh, it gives Lomachenko problems, it's power. Power and pressure for the most part. Um, you saw it, you know, power and pressure. You saw it with uh, Salido, and you saw that he was happy, you know, with uh, Terrafimo Lopez. His two losses, essentially, are from are the power pressure guy. Um, Haney mm-hmm. does not provide that. Bellator uh, 269 with Moscow. I, I, think, I think it'll be interesting um, for a little while, but I think Lomachenko will uh, eventually pull away from Haney. Um, I think, of course, Stevens poses more of a problem for Lomachenko uh, and Haney, for for that matter. Uh, mm-hmm. Shakur Stevens, right now, he, he he's, he's doing an excellent job at just straight boxing, and he has power. Mm-hmm. Uh, not power as much as you know. He he has he has some sting with his punches. Um, he, you have to respect his, his pop, I guess. But. Once you start dealing, you know, these guys are younger. These guys are, you know, right now, the Haney's and, and, and you know, they're, they're young and they're, they're lively guys. I have to see what Lomachenko has left, to be honest. I mean, this fight, as I say, this comeback fight for Lomachenko is going to tell us, you know, I don't think it's going to tell us what we need to know, to be honest. I think it's just going to be a little too easy for Lomachenko. And that, that to be honest, is not going to tell you how he would do against a Haney or a Steven. So, you know, that's yet to be seen. Tony? I agree pretty much almost everything Z said. Uh, I think Haney, Lomachenko, you're not going to see a knockout, but I think Lomachenko's just moves way too much. He's going to get too much in there for the decision on Haney. Um, And then as far as Shakur, I think Shakur will definitely give Lomachenko a problem. Um, that one, I would probably lean more towards Shakur in that one. Um, again, if there's going to be a knockout on that side, Shakur might pop Lomachenko. Otherwise, I think it'll be a decision in Shakur's favor. But he um, pretty much nailed that one. Okay. Hey, Bob, what do you think of uh, Sean Brady and uh, uh, was it Shemayo? Shemayo? Chimaev. Oh, uh, Chimaev or Hazmat is, I think, the way. Right. Um, <laughs> um, so, Sean O'Brady, right? Um, right. He was that a couple of weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, that's, that's the weekend I was in Disney. I didn't watch that fight. I was, right. uh, I was Mickey Mouse and up to my ears, you know what I mean? So uh, uh, I was, I was within the magic and uh, I, I can't, I don't understand how Disney world made it look like there was never a hurricane there. There, it was amazing, but I didn't see any of the fights, uh, but anybody fighting hazmat's got their hands full. That guy's an up and comer uh, again, um, Swedish kickboxer, phenomenal guy. Um, I didn't see the fight, but um I can only imagine that Hazmat won. Right. And I was trying to look up Fedor, but I haven't seen Fedor. Fedor hasn't fought in a couple of years. So what other fight were you talking about uh, earlier? Get back on my notes here. Your notes. Yeah. I hope uh, you have Ocampo. as much. Yeah, with Ocampo. Ocampo. I'll look, try to look that yeah. one up too. But, um, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen uh, Fedor fight in a while. 
Um, How about uh, oh, okay. No, so the 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 last one with uh, um, uh, who were you just talking about? Hazmat. Yeah, I can't find that one either. I'm sorry. I'm flipping okay. through stuff. So what, we're we're supposed to go out tonight. I got to put on my later hose in. It's an Oktoberfest Halloween Ooh. party. The wife's getting her drendle out. You know, I got to get Ooh. all all dolled up here. So, <laughs> yeah, being a trophy husband is so much work. I mean, it's way more work than people would imagine. <laughs> Tony, you think maybe that uh, might be part of that other guy that that uh, you had talked about from Orlando? You think they may have something together here? <laughs> I'm kind of starting to lean that way there, Frank. <laughs> the panties came out of the drawer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. I don't hey, want to get I wear the pants. I really and, I, yeah, I wear the pants in my family. It's just my wife tells me which ones. Okay. So, <laughs> as long as that's a G string pants, you'll be all right. If it is, I'll find yeah. another show. <laughs> Bob, one one more for you would be uh, Alexander Volkanovsky. Has he taken on too much uh, uh, coming up to, to fight again on on two eighty? Yeah, so fast? that didn't happen. So they yeah they used uh, they used Volkanovsky uh, as a backup in case uh, um, Islam Makhachev didn't make weight. So he was going to be the backup against Charles Oliveira, and he's a champion in his own ranks. Uh, I think he is featherweight, and Oliveira was lightweight. So he would have gone up weight to do that. Um, but again, I mean, Volkanovski's spot like Max Holloway, Ortega, I mean, he is a beast. So that would have been a great um, backup fight. I like that the UFC is doing that with their uh, bigger, bigger names now. Um, because of the problems they had uh, just recently when um, Hazmat didn't make weight. You know, and they kept, you know, yelling at him, mm-hmm. like, well, what if this was a championship fight? You know, you can't come mm-hmm. in six or eight pounds heavy. That's, that's, you just can't. That, that's part of the sport. If you, mm-hmm. can't, if you can't make weight, you've got to fight in a different class. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Z, um, what do you think about uh, uh, a Devin Haney versus outlasting uh, uh, Gambosa last week? Yeah, I, I, I saw it coming, basically. I think most of uh, everybody saw it coming. Uh, Gambosa was a little more alive, but, I mean, he it's just, you know, some guys you just can't beat. And not to say, heaven, you know, Haney's, a notch above. I can't say I love him, but he's, he's a notch above uh, Campos, and that's just, it's just clear to see. Uh, so they, I mean, they, what happened happened. You know, nothing in the first fight to me told me that this fight would be too much. Okay. Uh, Tony, what you think? I think he nailed that one again. I mean, I thought that Campos did a better job. I think he. He was fighting better, but he just, there's no way he's going to take him. I mean, it, mm-hmm. I, I, it wasn't the fight of the year by any means, but 
Devin Haney, he's just like you said, he's a step above him. I don't think there's a chance of him really beating him unless, you know, there's something substantial. But uh, he, I thought mm-hmm. he fought pretty good. It just not, he just didn't – he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about uh, – uh, stay with you, Tony. Tank Davis versus uh, Ryan Garcia coming up. What's your oh. thoughts on that? Oh, 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 oh. Man, I tell you, I hate to go against the beehive because I love that guy and I trust his opinion. And we all remember the show where he uh, – his opinion on it. Yeah. Um, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. I could see where he's coming from with Ryan Garcia. I could see it. I, and it definitely could go either way. But with my personal opinion, who I'll pick and I'll probably be pulling the basket on in this one, but I'm going to go tank on this one. Okay. I think Tank will, I think it's going to be a good fight, but I think Tank will pull it off in the end. Okay. Z? Um. If they signed it, I think it's a little too soon for Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia, he's younger than Tank. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he's the youngest out of all all of you know the, the young guns that around that weight. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Garcia is probably the most talented physically, mm-hmm. but as we know, when when it comes to fighting, it's not all physical. <laughs> I mean, physical has something to do with it, but. When it gets down to who's the experience, and when it gets down to you've dealt with guys like this before, but has a guy like this before dealt with you? That's that's what we're dealing with here. And I've heard people talking. Ryan Garcia, he he hasn't he doesn't have a big resume. Not right now, he doesn't like like Tank has a better resume. Of course, Stevens has a better resume. Devin Haney has a better resume. Serafimo Lopez has a better resume. So right now, Ryan Garcia is still young. That's why his resume, you know, he hasn't had time to fight these guys. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is he needs to he needs to really kind of start fighting competition and get his own confidence up. Because a mm-hmm. lot of people are looking at his hype. And I don't think he's <clears> hype. <throat> I think he's extremely talented, but young. And that's it. He needs experience. Mm-hmm. Uh for him to fight Tank right now, I think is a mistake. Uh, I think it hurt his confidence more than anything. Even if Frank he beats Tank, you know, I don't like he would have like I don't see him knocking Tank out just because I mean he, he's he's fast, he hits hard to a degree, but you, you have to be there and you, like if you see if, if a fighter sees something once, especially Tank, he's he's a championship fighter. He's fought different styles, mm-hmm. so if a fighter, a good fighter, sees something once. You're not going to do that to them again, and it will you will open yourself up. And mm-hmm. and and I, that's kind of what I see from Ryan Garcia. I see all that explosion coming once, but after that, that's kind of all you're getting, and you're getting it for mostly the same way. And his feet aren't the most educated to get him out the way. His head is always straight up, and his hands don't come back. No, he have to, like he he needs some seasoning. You ask me, he needs some salt and pepper. Yeah, Frank, I know you're a big tank guy, so where are you leaning on this one? Yeah. Okay, uh, Bob, what do you think of uh, Whitaker uh, versus Costa in uh, 284? 
That will be an amazing fight. Again, Paula Costa is not one of my favorite guys, but he's a phenomenal athlete. And Whitaker is just a beast. Those guys both got some hate in their heart. So that'll be, uh, for lack of better terms, I hate when fighters say that, but it'll be fireworks. You know what I mean? Um, and then and then coming up uh, earlier, you asked me about Bilal Muhammad versus Sean Brady. Um, that right. was on the prelim today. Uh, I was on my way driving the, the fight card was so early today. I was still commuting at that point. Um, yeah, if it wasn't for uh, uh, Makachev being on the um, uh, card, my buddy that I hang out with, he wouldn't even woke up that early. You know, so so um, that the, the Oliveira versus yeah, so it was definitely a good fight. But um, yeah, that one coming up for 284. There's some other talk on that card as well. That that will be a great fight. Okay. How about the Alexis Grasso versus Vivian Herrera? Um, was that the girl oh. fight today? Yeah, it's the girl fight no. today. Um, yeah, I think that one happened er, uh, earlier on in the day. Again, I missed that one. Um, I think okay. it was won by a uh, decision for Rosa, but um, that's mm-hmm. just off the internet. Yeah, that and that mm-hmm. Bilal Mohammed. I kind of watched the, against the Sean Brady. Uh, I, I guess he just took it to Sean Brady at the end of the second round with a flurry of punches. But again, I was mm-hmm. uh, in in transport at that point. Um, also, there was another fighter uh, before that. That um, and a lot of guys coming out of Russia anymore, and they're doing really good. But I don't know if they know each other, if they got some bad blood, but. Abukar Nagamadev. I mean, almost the same name as his last name as as Khabib. But um, him and uh, uh, Hazmat almost got into it today after the fight. So somewhere in backstage, there's some bad blood with the Russians um, going back and forth. So and again, um, yeah, I just I just kind of picked that up on the on the website. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and then technically Hazmat, and I always butcher his name, so I just call him Hazmat, uh, from Russia, mm-hmm. but Sweden raised, uh, and now he fights over out of, out from over here. So I don't know what kind of bad blood they're bringing, but no one should be fighting backstage. Save it for the ring. Okay, now there, there's, a, uh, there's a special fight that uh, Tony is really, uh, really interested in, uh, and that would be uh, Spence Crawford. Uh, go ahead, Tony. Let's see what you got to say. I'm hoping that what I heard this week is not true, but I've heard it got called off that it wasn't going to be signed. But uh, they're blaming, of course, on social media. They're both blaming each other for it, and no one knows who it is. It's done what? But um, I hope that's not true because I really want to see that fight. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, Given every everybody that he's he's uh, faced so far, who's next for uh, um, Deontay Wilder? Where's he going to go? Um, interestingly, he has uh, two places he can kind of go. You ask for me. He we're looking at Usyk, and he uh, mm-hmm. potentially maybe a, a Anthony Joshua fight. Either one, I will be interested in seeing definitely. Um, uh, right now, Joshua is more money. Usyk has title. Usyk has a title. So uh, 
Mm-hmm. He, he obviously right now, you know, he would look at Usyk, and I mean, if he if if he feels it in himself, he would look maybe again to see uh, what Tyson Fury's doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. There is a there's something in the excuse me. I get sore throat so many uh, uh, ice chips. Uh, there is a, a, a possibility uh, that uh, he's going to fight uh, Usyk uh, in uh, February, according to uh, the uh, the trades. Uh, I'm not sure that I know it hasn't been signed, but uh, that's who they're talking to. Uh, right, Tony, what do you think about uh, Dimitri Bivol uh, versus uh, Abedabed? Oh my God, that's oh. That's hard. Um, golly, that that was another one. Um, I gotta say, my God, I like both those guys. Benavidez is just amazing. They're both very good. Bivol seems to be more structured. <laughs> Benavidez more that jumping around waiting for the right time for the knockout. I don't. Think that he'll knock Bivol out. If anything, I think it'll be a decision. But I think I'm going to give this one to Benavides just by an inch if I had to choose over a draw. Mm-hmm. That is a tough okay, one. To see. I, I love both those guys. See? If they sign that one, um, right now, I, would, uh, I haven't seen Benavides at 175. He he's he's had mm-hmm. trouble making one sixty uh, one sixty eight, but I, he I, he hasn't fought he hasn't uh, had a fight at one seventy five yet. So at the mm-hmm. moment you, you know that uh, they would they would have the fight at uh, light heavyweight one seventy five, and and, and right now I, I can't pick him I I, it, I can't pick him he hasn't fought in a light heavyweight yet. So he's gonna okay. go and bite bite the biggest piece of the meat no. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, stay with me. And here's a, here's another tough one for you. Uh, Fury versus Chisura uh, in December. Chisura got. I mean, I'm glad he gets a, a, a title shot, sort of. But I mean, I don't think he. You know, as far as you know, there are some other people who deserve title shots. Uh, mm-hmm. I, but I'm glad he did. You know, he's a guy that he's been around. He's paid his dues, so you know, I'm glad he's gotten a title shot. That said, this mm-hmm. is like, uh, it, it, it really shouldn't be that close, to be honest. Um, right. Fury, this is a fight to where Fury can win it, kind of any way he wants. Chisora is a he's a fading slugger. It, that, that's mm-hmm. what he's a fading slugger. Uh, and with fading sluggers, they don't get there as often as they used to. The chin is more venable than it used to be. I mean, their work, their work rate isn't as high. And all of this is going on with your sir. Um, he, he, he's deeper into the game than Fury. He's had more wars on, on his body than Fury. He's a smaller man than Fury. The, I, technically, he's not as good technically as Fury. Um, Pesura is just, uh, he's uh, right now, he's a plotting older slugger against the, 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 the world heavyweight champion. Not, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, 
see that being the hardest fight for Fury. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let me see. We got one more right down here. Otto Whaling versus uh, uh, Felix White. Uh, anybody want to handle that one? I just remember Otto Welling from fighting Tyson Fury. And uh, if I'm correct, he's the guy who cut Tyson Fury. Uh, outside mm-hmm. of that, uh, he, he's staying relevant. That's the most I can say. He's, he's staying relevant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. What, what about the oh, – here's, here's one for you, and this is another tough one. Uh, Demetrius Andrade. Versus Cal Plant. Um, what's your thoughts on that one, Tim? Oh, I'm going Cal Plant on that one. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would go. Uh, this is not happening. Demetrius Andre hasn't proven to Ooh. step up to fight anybody anytime. So it, if he if they signed it and Demetrius it actually went through, then I, I would be surprised. I would honestly be surprised, but I, I, mm-hmm. I can't. Demetrius Andre right now is he—he's in his own promotion thing. They're doing—he's doing his own thing, separate from what goes mm-hmm. on in that's the boxing. That's the way I look at him. Mm-hmm. He right now he—he's doing his own thing, and the rest of boxing is doing another. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Frank? Who would you choose at that fight? You know, again, that's, that's a tough one for me, but I, I think I would go with Kale Plant, definitely. Yeah, I think he just had the edge over it if it does happen. But Yeah. Okay, we've got, got a brand-new fighter coming on, uh, on first time on the show. would be Anthony Tarver, Jr. He's fighting tonight in Tampa uh, against a, a young Louis uh, Fury. Uh, Fury's 25, 23, and zero. Um, this is one of those uh, shows that uh, Bob usually does, but and uh, uh, Dan Birmingham is putting the show on. Uh, he's got a bunch of uh, fighters. But uh, I guess uh, Tarver Senior is uh, is coaching Junior, and uh, from uh, you know they they both live in La Chula with uh, uh, Edna Cherry. And they both use the same gym. And Edgar says this kid's fast. He's good. Um, but he doesn't know how far he's going to go. Uh, so I just want to bring everybody up to that. Um, all right. What about uh, uh, Z, uh, Caleb Plant and Anthony Durrell? Oh, yeah. Yeah. As I said earlier, it, that was a. Uh... It came out of nowhere, to be honest. And it's funny right. because to to see a fight, it wasn't like you know you we you know it was real obvious. It, you know the fight was kind of going on and they they were doing their own things, and then all of a sudden you just you know you don't see the run anymore. It kind of, kind of you know happened in the flow of the fight, which is kind of odd, but it you know just that's just the way it happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, guys, that brings us right up to uh, our uh, closing bell here. Uh, I want to thank everybody uh, for being on. Uh, Bob, I know it took, took a lot to uh, 
between working and everything else to uh, get on. Z, you always uh, – No, I quit that job today. Oh, yeah, good. I wanted to be on the show. They they they're they're conflicting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. See, it's always good I had to play the trophy husband it. card. <laughs> See, it, it, you you work so hard uh, every day, and we appreciate your being on. Uh, Ty is traveling tonight. He's uh, finishing up the. Uh, the film in uh, New York, uh, he sends his regards. Uh, Caden is at the rallies game, uh, but he'll be back next week, and I'm sure we can all jump on him for, for something. And, Tony, I appreciate oh, yeah. uh, especially with uh, all you're doing in, in uh, Northport and uh, trying to move things out down there. It's uh, really appreciated. Uh, and uh, you know, that's, uh, that would be a good one uh, if you can get that done this weekend. I know you'll be happy to get everybody under one roof. Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's been a long four weeks. And yeah. we want to thank you, yeah. too, Frank, for always making time for the show when you're doing extra duty over there on Hurricane Watch and all that and helping rebuild yeah. the town. So uh, much respect Absolutely. to you. You don't get enough uh, credentials or shout-outs for that. Absolutely. I'm having a great time. This is a great time. It's, you know, this is uh, something my son and I started uh, – uh, in 2006, and uh, every single Saturday, I look forward to to the show coming on and being with you guys. It really brings uh, brings memories back of uh, Bobby sitting here at the desk uh, and his uh, voluminous uh, laughs that he would uh, come up with, and Benny uh, being on half the time we used to have to cut Benny off because Benny would be <laughs> be too drunk to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a the guy's got a great heart. He's a great person, uh, tremendous uh, a writer for Doghouse Boxing, and uh, uh, we look forward to having him come back. Uh, he's been on the road uh, quite a bit lately. Uh, we're looking for him to come back on. So, uh, see, uh, see, Bob, you want to lead us out? Yeah, sure do. Great to be back on Catch Up Z Tony. We missed. Uh, Missed our other brothers tonight, but um, uh, Caden and Ty, but uh, always a pleasure getting on with you guys. Thanks for uh, our Fighting Word family. You guys have a great week. God bless. Keep them chins down and eyes up. Thank you. Tony? Uh, I'd like to say my condolences to the family of the lady you were speaking of earlier. I didn't know her, but uh, my thoughts and prayers will be out to her and speedy recovery for for Bob. Hopefully, uh, He's going to pull through okay and beat everything. And thank you for everything you do, Frank. I appreciate it. And thanks for having me on again. We'll see you guys next week, hopefully, with uh, Mr. Perella maybe joining us next week as well before his fight. So. Nice. Nice. Good. Z? Uh, another wonderful show. This makes my week, to be honest. I want to thank you, Tony. I want to thank Bob. I want to thank you, Butch, as always. I want to thank all my Fighting Words family. These shows are definitely in memory of Bob, Coach Mel, and Dr. Chris. Anyone wants to hear any Fighting Words, please do call. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this program is brought to you each and every night. We can grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women Police and Fire Services. When you're out there and see somebody in uniform, please acknowledge them. Not all guys in uniform are bad. There's a lot of good guys out there. 
they're working very hard to keep us safe. <clears throat> and plus, it's not for the doctors and nurses and first responders of the COVID, the people who clean up the hospital after they're done, and then uh, the people who are stocking shelves at the, at the supermarket to keep us fed. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. We appreciate each and every one of our, our listeners. Uh, we had another nice spike last week. Uh, we appreciate that for, for everybody talking to each other, telling us about telling about that. Our show. These programs are dedicated to those who lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman Jeffy Colcap. Deputy Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffy Yazowitz, Sergeant Thomas Bajer, Sergeant uh, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Lee Childers, Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Charlie Condit, Carpenter Springs Police Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Fire Police Department, Sergeant Charlie uh, LeVake, uh, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Arnolfo Christman, Lakeland PD, Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police, Patrolman Josh Meyer, uh, Nassau County Sheriff's Department, Captain Matt Laterno, Philadelphia Fire Department, Captain Elizabeth Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Artis Hope, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Terry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department, Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol, Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol, Chief Al Hogle, Longbow Key Police Department, Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department, Deputy Mike Henry, uh, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department, and Deputy Blaine Lane, Polk County Sheriff's Department. And if you can, keep a good thought uh, on Wednesday is the anniversary of the loss of uh, Captain uh, Chris Leach, Lieutenant Artis Hope, and Lieutenant Jerry Ficus uh, in a fire in, in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, my brothers and sisters, so you're 10-7 at this point in time. You may Sometime we're going to be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time when the road is right up to meet you, may the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields and the sun shine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your family always in the hollow of his hands. Good night. God bless. Have a great week.
fiery blade engaged to lead, he'd break the bravest in the